Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Patrick Kay and Adam Scott. Hello. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. Pat, you've got your vibe now. How long have you had it now? Uh, about a month now. Um, yeah, so I've, I've had a lot of time to test stuff out. Um, uh, about 30 games... Um, it's, yeah, ridiculous. It's taken up. I worked out it's over like fifteen percent of all of my Steam libraries now, like new Steam VR games, and which is remarkable for a, for a, a launch lineup that there's yeah. so much software out there. There's something like it's over two hundred now. There's, a, there's something around two hundred titles now. A lot of them are like very like early access. Um, yeah, like some of the games I've been playing have literally been in development for about eight weeks. Um, I'll talk about those later, but um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff out there. A lot of it's free as well. A lot of kind of uh, like cool demos and stuff um, of, of games which are going to be going to have like commercial launches in a few months' time. Uh, but yeah, uh, without talking specifically about the games, um, all I can really say is it, it is it's amazing. It's the it's the it, it's kind of like as big a jumper leap. Um, from uh, from like DK one as DK one was from not having DK one if that makes sense it's it's that much a, a kind of whoa that's new that's that's where this is going now um, and the the reason is obviously because of the the input um, the 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 difference I, I'd already tried it so I already had a kind of idea of like what how that was going to work and everything but like. Through using it for certain for, for like a, a amount of time, you you realise there's something like uh, it's basically a, it's a real kind of evolutionary leap. Just having n- no longer this abstract control of a of a third or first person character, and to but actually be that that character by by you know you're looking down, you see your hands where they are. You, if you, you move through the space as you would in, in 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 the real world, and that that you that feedback you get is exactly it's completely natural. The difference that is making is is so is so big. It it, it really is like it really is like I've tried VR for the first time. That's what it feels like. If that makes sense. 
Um, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I've uh, full disclosure, I came around the other night and had a go. Um, somewhat inebriated, but I still felt like, to an extent, that uh, it's. I almost felt like I was inhibited by my own <laughs> my own form, my own physical constraints, you know. So, um, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot, but it's it's fucking knackering after a mm. while. <laughs> Actually, although to be fair, after a while it isn't because I I have totally found that um like I've I've been playing really really kind of physically engaging games for for you know over four weeks now and. The first few nights, this this is the crazy thing. The first few nights, I was exhausted when I finished. You know, I'd play for like three hours or so and I'd just finish. And I'd just go to the fridge and just eat a bunch of food because I'd just burn off a load of calories. And and yeah. very quickly, I, my diet actually kind of adapted to that. I, I, I've started eating more food during the day because I'm going home and playing this thing for like, for like three hours at a night. And I, I literally have to have more calories there. Otherwise, I just get, get knackered. But now... Four week, four weeks in, or four, four or five weeks in, I just don't feel like that anymore. I'm just bouncing around the living room, playing these games, and I've I've got a hoodie on. I was playing hoodie, I was playing hover jumpers just now with a hoodie on and no fan on. Like that's the difference. Like when I first started playing it, it was t-shirt off, and I put the fan on before I even t- loaded the game up. So like that's the difference. It really, yeah, for the benefit you do get used for the benefit to it, of the know? listeners. Pat now looks like Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have all rippling muscles, and that's all thanks to VR. Thanks, Gabe. You can make all the fat Huge. gamers fit. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I I legitimately think that that is it is going to affect the fitness of gamers, um, because you get the. More you, than it, you should get that treadmill thing. What's that yeah, treadmill that thing? as well. The, the Omni, there's the Omni, the Omni. and the Cyberith, the Virtuous yeah. Cy- Cyberith. Um, yeah, like I just think, it, especially as like more and more kind of different experiences come out, I think eventually you're just going to get a point where you, you know, I don't think you're going to get a situation where a gamer who you know has just this traditional kind of gaming, you know, couch, you know, eating eating bad food and, and just playing with, with a, with a joypad is going to go, is going to see like a, a, you know, their perfect experience and just let it pass them by. You know, if you're, you know, if, if you're not the, the kind of person that wants to go to a gym, I, I'm not the sort of person that really does gyms or anything. I, I, I walk a lot. That's pretty much my only exercise, but I, 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 I would find it hard to incentivize myself to do that. But, and there's lots of people who, who are like that. And I, but I think if you give someone this kind of experience that they can like throw themselves into, that is like, it's, I mean, it's already happened to me. It's, that's already like, like my, my, my evenings now, that is exactly what's going on. But I think there's going to become a point where someone, uh, I think even if you're like uh, not up for exercise at all, if you suddenly say, you know, you can be a Jedi, you know, you can you can yeah. wield a lightsaber. You can duck blaster bolts. Um, there's going to be plenty of kids who don't want to do exercise, but are suddenly like, oh, holy shit! I've I've always wanted to do that. That's the thing I want to yeah. do. And they're not going. I don't think they're going to go. Oh, but what a shame! I only like playing games on the controllers. I I think there's going to be a point where it just goes. Oh no, I have to play that. Like, yeah, I think that's. I think it's a really interesting point because um, I I 
I'm a bit older than you, Pat. I, I felt like I need to go to the gym, otherwise I'm going to start crumbling. Um, <laughs> so I've been I've been going to the gym of late, and to be honest, yeah, I, it was all right when I first started, but I, I don't really enjoy it. Um, and, if, and I'm on the machines. And the only thing that keeps me going is the fact that I can prop my phone up there and I can watch stuff on Netflix or Amazon or download it or yeah. something. I, hear I think also VR that... gyms, VR gyms would be a, an amazing idea because Absolutely. if I had, <laughs> if I could put a headset on and do those machines on there, I would be so freaking fit. Yeah. I would actually like. Instead of just being on the cross trainer, I would like to actually be skiing down, yeah. the, down the mountain or something. Or when you're you know, lifting, or yeah. Running you're from lifting, zombies, properly be... running from zombies. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just, you, know? you could just make stuff more fun. But, like, yeah. I, I, I just think there's going to be a point where you're going to get gamers off the couch. Like, you, you, you're going to get a peak. You're going to get this kind of peak where there's just enough different experiences where everyone's just like, yeah, I, I would try that. And that's. That's when you get. That's probably the the climate where the uh, the the killer app comes out. You know, the yeah. one that everyone goes, oh yeah, and everyone wants to play that one. That's yeah. that's when you've got when you've got golf and you've got <laughs> football games and you've got darts and you've got racing and you've got skiing and like the equivalent of Wii Sports and you've got sword fighting and everything. Like when, once once every kind of niche one's out there, someone will go ah, and the one that everyone's going to want to play is this and someone will mm. make the angry birds or the tetris or the rocket or the, league yeah or the, the rocket league VR. whatever whatever that thing is it, it's no i think it i think it will definitely help uh ass, like assist with the stigma of video games and, and particularly yeah. vr that you know some people might be looking at as perhaps a bit of a billy no mate sort of thing where it's not very sociable or, yeah, you know, I guess, yeah. I guess that's another, that's kind of another feather in its caps. Yeah. Perhaps. The, on that subject, uh, a mate of mine just got a Vive. Um, mm. And it, it's funny you said that, said that Bobby, because um, he said uh, exactly the same thing. When he, when he first got it, he thought, I'm going to, this is going to be a, so, a, a very solitary experience because I'm going to put it on and I'm going to be experiencing it. Mm. But this weekend, um, his mate came over, um, his, his wife uh, was away. His mate came over, and the pair of them had such a blast. One of them wearing the Vive, and the other one watching him wear the Vive and, yeah. <laughs> and do all that stuff. And I think yeah. that's the thing. If you've got if you've got the monitor on the screen, and you can, and people who haven't got the the HMD on can see what you're seeing, although you know not not getting the full effect, hmm. then at least they're feeling like they're engaging with the same thing you're engaging with. And, and they said they were laughing, they're laughing like drains, you know, yeah. watching it all. You There's know, a massive um, element of uh, physical performance to it. I noticed when yeah. I was watching Pat, I was like, dude, I, I remember you used to do martial arts, didn't you? Because I felt clumsy as fuck doing it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I go to the gym, I work out, but I'm not especially agile, but I could totally tell like years of Pat doing Wing Chun or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> I could sort of, I could sort of just, the way you were spinning around on a dime and stuff in that bow and arrow game, I was like, maybe it's just practice or something, it, it, I don't know. To be fair, yeah, it's largely just practice. When I first started playing that game, I was just getting hit and killed like in the first round and stuff. But you just, you just, it's just like any other game, but you're using your body. And like, there's something like really empowering about that because it's actually your engagement. It's your presence in the environment yeah. that's doing it like so when you shoot someone with a gun you're not just aiming up a crosshair and pe- pressing the button at the, at the exact right time you are actually physically aiming in the correct place and pulling the trigger at the right time and that 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 yeah. is just a it's like a, a real boolean thing it's a real like oh that's the that's what it is next that is that's how you do it now that's how 
that engagement should be, if that makes yeah. sense. Is there like is there like aim assist then? No, your... no, that's no? it's impossible oh, now. I'm it's glad now... to hear that. I was gonna I was gonna call you a casual otherwise. <laughs> 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 but no, it's 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 so weird that uh, and I think that it, I'm not really into sort of um, like violent games or games that are like empowering, but with this I sort of am because it feels sort of honestly so. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, just to just, you're doing it, yeah, not because the you're doing, huge you, space marine in the armor. Exactly, because your hands have made the arrow hit the target. You're like, yes, yes. It's yeah. it, that is the difference, and it's it it, it yeah. It, it's a it's a it's a new thing. It's a it's a it's a it's a branching evolutionary tree of gaming essentially, and, and it's yeah. Um, yeah, it's mental. Without actually talking about specific games, which I'm going to do later, um, it's it's hard to explain exactly why, but. Um, yeah, it is amazing, and and really, social the, the social side of it um, is something I'll, I'll I'll definitely talk more about later. But that is something which I didn't entirely anticipate. But it's huge. the mm. The way you interact with other players in multiplayer has a new slant to it, and it's because of the the nature of body language, um, and it changes everything. But yeah, I'll talk about that later. Um, but it's okay. it's awesome. It is it's it's a, an absolutely wondrous tool to to play with. Um, well, I mean, I'm happy to talk about some of the whatever games you've been enjoying the most or whatever right now, if you want. Sure. Unless okay. you've got anything else you wanted to. No, I mean, first. The, the, really, the the best way of it explaining it is is through the game. So, like. Uh, first of all, picked up a couple of like real kind of t- casual titles, uh, Space uh, Pirate Trainer, which you've played yourself as well, Rob, uh, which is just a real, yep. it's basically Gallagher in VR. It's it's waves of droids, spherical flying droids, which fly in front of you and you take them out with, with these little blaster pistols. Um, and that sounds like just a, such a simple thing in, in, in a kind of meat space environment, but the just the action of actually holding the guns and having a space that you can roll around in and duck um, like waves of, of lasers in, in slow motion is it's so much fun. I'd like to add that um, for me personally, the more simple the interaction is, the, the more immersed in it I was. Yeah. And I'm not, this might just be because, you know, I was kind of, I didn't get to spend all that much time with it. But as soon as like I was, as soon as there was a game where I had to bring up a, you know, a holographic display and start selecting things mm. in a more traditional way, I just found that that was like burdensome, you know, and I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to directly engage with it. Yeah. Um, using what I had, you know, my appendages. Yeah. Um, and that's why I enjoyed like hollow point because it, even though it took a little while for me to get used to not notching the arrow, you know, yeah. pulling it from behind my head and then letting it go at first, it f- felt like, Oh, do I have to get this precisely on the, exactly. on the nook? Yeah. And then, and then after a while you're just doing it like you're yeah. fucking legless, you know, it's exactly. fucking awesome. <laughs> exactly. Because but also you have... eventually just give up and go, Oh, it's just like 
getting an arrow from your back and putting it in. You just yeah, and then you yeah. just like yeah, you just do it. You just act it out. It's instinctual. And that is the. I think that's where that's where you're going to get grannies getting it. That's where you're going to get people who, who don't. <laughs> well, get it. no, you, if they're you if they're say, in good fitness, no, you, you say well, mate, but like that. That's what happened with the Wii. That's exactly what happened with the Wii. When you when you make yeah. a, a, a method of input which has less kind of abstraction and more kind of natural, like just you know fluid interface like people it suddenly opens the, the playing field to people to play games iphone did exactly the same thing with touchscreen it's it's the yeah. same thing this is and this is the best one we've we've got today it's it's literally the tools to to map your hands into the world and it's 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 so they're, they're so good they there's so many cool things you can do with them um but yeah like it's um that uh, yeah that was a great game as well the um hollow point it's just it's it's real simple you can tell it was made really quickly um but it's it's just engaging all the way through you've just got these targets you've got to hit they all fire a projectile back and you've got to duck out of the way um and eventually the waves get more and more intense and eventually you'll get these holographic ninjas that will come in there as well and some of them will throw sort of ninja stars you've got to duck and there's a boss fight and Gets... Yeah, I never got anywhere near that far. I just saw in the screenshots, it's like, oh, it's got ninjas in. Well, I didn't get anywhere I, near that. I think <laughs> proper I think, Hunger Games stuff. I, yeah. I think you. Saw, I got up to about sort of level twenty-five in it, which is, I think that's about fifteen minutes in or something. So by the end of that, I got to imagine, about five. I think you can imagine how brutally tired you are at the end of that. But, Hell yeah. yeah! But it's 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 such good fun. Um, the um, one really one that I, I absolutely have to talk about um, budget cuts. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's got it's got a real kind of like vile like vive sorry uh, valve kind of feeling to it. Um, it's you know it's got that kind of humour and that aesthetic. And actually, the, the developers are currently on over at Valve. Um, they're helping them finish development on the game, which is which is really cool. With something that's apparently something that that um, that, vive, that Valve do. They um, they occasionally take in development teams. I guess that's probably part of their clever like recruitment process i don't know but the uh oh, i saw i saw this on the um i saw this on uh, the one of the vive uh demo things i saw on youtube this is the stealth one where you've got to hide around corners and stuff yes. and there are little robots yes uh, and you can do some you can do some gruesome things to them it's so funny. i'm really sorry for the robots it? it's so funny it's you're, yeah you're basically the, the idea is that you're meant to be breaking into a office um to make sure that you get a job so basically you're meant to you're meant to find your cv and stamp it with an approved that, that is the job that oh right is, i didn't realize the, that was that the, is the goal of the plot so so you you're yeah. basically moving your way through this office you pick up these little throw dart things you have a one you can teleport with one hand it has a unique teleportation system in this one where you hold your sort of you you point your teleporter teleporter to where you're going to teleport it shows you the camera from that view so you can basically look around and you can spin it around your head and see what the view is if when you're going to be there and then you press a button and you can actually teleport there um, and you can teleport like um through like grates so you can teleport under like into like air ducts and stuff like that but you actually have to crouch down or so it tell you you don't have space if you stand up so you have to actually crouch down and then you kind of crawl along and you're sort of crawling along like in the ducts above the roof and stuff and you can like knock the roofing tiles down and see the enemies below and shoot them and stuff and walk along banisters and sort of shimmy along walls and stuff and it, it you yeah you encounter these robots and you pull these 
these kind of um, like throwing stars out, and you literally have to just huzz them just as you would throw like a, a throwing star in real life and you it's really it's quite actually quite difficult to do um but yeah it's so satisfying when you actually actually get one of them they start jibbing out and talking and, and and screaming in their horrible little robot voices and stuff but it's yeah it's so much fun <laughs> absolutely just like hilarious amounts of fun and also quite scary but like in a way that doesn't make you nope out um and I like I totally think this is going to be a thing where you sort of get that that kind of horror mechanic but without the the, the scariness because yeah. it yeah. works it works so well or um, it's just things coming close to you uh, can freak be a bit freaky yes like even the little demo with the little bouncing robot dog thing yeah that like when it gets a bit too close you're like uh get yeah, off me exactly as, as you would be in, in, the, in the real environment i guess but, but you yeah. know i remember i remember being absolutely terrified playing thief and there were no monsters in that that was yeah. just about being discovered and that's yeah. the whole thing isn't oh that's yeah that's got your factor. heart going didn't it yeah, exactly. Yeah, Thief, Thief too. Oh my Absolutely. god! I mean, heart's pounding. But yeah, again, it's not a horror thing, but it's no. a suspense thing, and it's a, it's a, yeah. You get the fear factor. You don't have to just be monsters like jumping out of closets to scare people. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> the um, sorry. sorry, the the teleporting thing. Mm-hmm. That's like an extension of. Is it fair to say that that's like a native feature of of the vibe, the whole it's, teleportation it's, mechanic? Yeah, it's used so commonly. You could probably say that really. And the basic reason for that is it is one way of getting getting away from sickness from motion sickness yeah um it, it's basically so that people who haven't tried vr before don't just use a uh, uh the, the thumb um pads and yeah get sick from strafing and stuff well and, and of course it, it allows you to maintain that um one-to-one like being able to walk around your immediate exactly. area yeah but but also um i will say i did get a little bit lost with it when i was trying the um the the demo that you've probably everyone's seen with the robot from portal yeah Uh, that's in quite a small room and like you you're sort of asked to go over to a shelf and you can walk most of the way there Mm. but then the chaperone system comes around and then you have to sort of reset it by teleporting so you Mm. there is a little bit of a you know i mean i liken it to getting used to mouse look for the first time yeah Um, well basically kind of adjustment yeah it's like it's like you eventually kind of adjust to it being about like object importance so you wouldn't walk through an empty bit of corridor you teleport past that to the interesting bit and then you'd walk around the interest bit and most of them have designed the levels like in that way um but yeah, it teleport does it does get a little bit of getting used to. But once once it is, it just feels it does it does feel pretty fluid. But a lot of people, myself included, would like to have more options to have like the uh, like a, a different control scheme. Because do you think uh, it works better in budget cuts where you've got the preview? Does that is that better or is that just like better for that game? It's better for that game because you it. It's it's necessary. I, th- I think it's a bit more necessary because of the the enemies. Like in games where you don't have that, it isn't. Like in the gallery, right. it's, it wouldn't be necessary because you, there's no like threats in that game. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's dependent on the game really. Um, Segway. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, another game I have to talk about, and this is this is a bit of a surprise to me. This one. Um, because it's very, very, it's super, super early in development. When I when I play this, 
it, it had been worked on for eight weeks by one developer. Um, and it's an RPG. It's basically the first um, VR RPG. Um, okay. And the reason I want to talk about it is because it's it's very obviously it's because it's such so early in its development. It's obviously quite um, it's quite basic in in, in areas, um, and it's 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 obviously not trying to be overly ambitious, but it's actually incredible because it shows you like how pretty much all of those games are going to deal with the, the game problems that, that an RPG has. Um, so I'll, I'll describe the, the game. So you, you start off um, and you've got a small kind of intro sequence which sort of teach you the teleporting system um, and it shows you a little bit of lore and it, it and then it, it leads you down a little path and it it, it, it has this big glowing sort of magical teleport in front of you. And you teleport right next to it. And you look down at it. And you walk into it. And it teleports you into a dungeon. And you're, you're in this dungeon. And you've got this cool kind of... Sort of kind of early days of World of Warcraft kind of cartoony style. It's, it's very kind of soft and very bright and colourful. And it, look, it looks really nice, but it doesn't look realistic at all. It's, it's very, very caricature and, and cartoony. And... So you start off and you, uh, there's a little, tiny little, very simple, basic puzzle at the start, which you, basically just involves you walking back and forth. And you, you go through a, a, through, a, through a sort of archway and you, you encounter a door that's locked. And on, somewhere in the room there's, there's a little shelf and on that shelf there's some coins. And you sort of reach your hand over and you pick up the coins. Nothing new there. And then you notice there's a key hanging up on the on the wall. So you reach and you just touch the key and you've picked that up. And you look down and you've got a little little satchel around your waist. So you put the key in the satchel and you walk over to the door. And you get, <laughs> get the key out again because you realise you shouldn't have put it away anyway. And then you just put it in the key and you turn it and the door opens. And then you walk into a door. You walk through the door, sorry. And you're in the next room and there's in the next room there's a small puzzle and that... That puzzle basically, um, it's, it basically sh shows you a, a potion bowl and it, it tells you three ingredients and you have to find those three ingredients. Really easy, like no-brainer stuff. But, and they're, you know, they're all in the same room. It doesn't take long to find them. You pick them up, you put them in this kind of flaming potion bowl and then the, the kind of altar in front of you, that drops down and it, it, it unveils the next part of the dungeon, which is you sort of click on the ladder and you're, you're now down down inside it and then you've you've so you've you've got a flaming torch at this this moment so you're just kind of navigating through this dungeon no th no threats or any, anything it's just kind of spook a little bit spooky and it's got a cool kind of atmosphere um and then all of a sudden ah there's a there's a there's a noise there's, there's something over there and there's, it is the skeleton there's this little cartoon skeleton comes out you've got no weapons so you have to peg it so you peg it out of the only way you've got left to go, which is out, outside of this little crack that leads you to outside. And then you, you walk across this bridge and you find these, these three swords and you've got enough gold to buy one of those swords. So you reach out to the one that you can afford and 
by touching it, it becomes your sword. That's now in your hand. You can switch hands or you can put it away in your in your belt and you could pick up another weapon if you've got another weapon. But basically, to shoot forward a little bit, you've, ev you've eventually got a shield in, that you can hold with your left hand, a sword that you can hold in your right, or you can hold a, a, a spell wand like that will fire projectile kind of fire bolts or lightning bolts, whatever. Or you can put those both away and you can have a bow and arrow. Or you can put those away and you could pull out a dwarf's axe if you've found that in the in the certain part of the game. But it's like the way that it, it does everything, I'm pretty sure is how most of them will, will feel to a degree. So the first first kind of encounter with a with a with a, a, a an enemy you, you you actually fight the enemy. That is that's the difference. That the there's no press button to to strike, there's no there's there's no there's no thumbstick trickery that's gonna that's gonna do any magic here. You have to lunge forward and stab the enemy with the sword that you're holding in your hand, yeah, and then cool. you jump back again because he's swung at you and you can you duck out the way. So he's swinging above and you're ducking and you're poking him in it. And it, it's a little it's a little bit early in development, so the, it's not that sophisticated how it works. You know it, you. It's a little bit better now. When you first did it, you could just kind of swing your sword around a bit. Now it's hard, mate. You have to actually have a certain amount of force with each swing or it won't register, so you, which makes you actually do it or actually kind of, you know, put the effort in. But actually having that engagement with every bit of combat in the game just makes it feel so much more, like, like meaningful. And... It's the same thing with the archery and the shooting and everything else. It it feels it makes you feel like a hero. It makes you feel yeah. like the the exact thing that that game is designed to make you feel like. And sorry, no, I've got a couple. Of, I mean, this is uh, this area is quite you know of interest to me, the old RPG area. But uh, there's a couple of things about this. I mean, when you're talking about it, it sounds like every RPG player's dream. You know, to yeah. actually be right in there. But there is a point here that I'm, I'm, I've just been thinking about um, in the fact that one of the one of the tenets of, of of RPG games, if you like, is the fact that as you progress through the game, you you the character that you're you're playing becomes more powerful. Mm. Now, in traditional RPG games, that's simulated or abstracted out through statistics and you know new power ups and everything else. Mm. But in a virtual reality game where you actually have to be the person that, that strikes the critical hit or deflects the blow or nails the guy from far away, that requires a certain amount of skill on you as the player, mm. which in yeah. some RPG games doesn't is not required. I mean, the skill so of the player is knowing when to trigger those abilities. And certainly I'm thinking here of, of perhaps older players, or I, I don't mean older like me, <laughs> although I am quite ancient, but I mean, you know, there are guys... I know on the Bioware forums, for instance, there's a lot of there's a there's quite a lot of people on those boards who have been playing these games. You know, they were in their thirties when Bioware and Black Isle first started. You know, yeah, and they're all they're all getting on now. And the fact that they like the idea that their characters are the ones that have the skills, they are just directing the choices those characters make. Mm. You know, and I'm wondering whether what we do, what we're talking about here, is a VR is when when you're talking about those kind of fantasy RPG games, whether the VR world is going to force 
is going to be more restrictive to people that don't have those skills or perhaps those mo- mobilities through just dis- through disabilities or, or something of that nature yeah whereas yeah, there's, there's areas of these games that, that, are, that are not going to be coming in well, yeah, I mean, when you were when you were fighting there did you actually i mean were the opponents that you were fighting did they require different levels of skill did you find the opponents were getting harder as you were going on yes yes and and also you get better at fighting as you as you go on, and you, you also get access to better gear as you as you carry. Yeah, on as sure. Well. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like to a certain degree, you can't simulate things which require you to actually do them. I mean, you can't. I suppose there's ways around it. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't make someone good at archery just because they've leveled up. You couldn't make them no. good at doing that. But you could yeah. you could influence the flow of the arrow in their yeah. in their favour. So you could you could make an arrow curve or something if if they had auto skill. aim auto aim yeah. <laughs> filthy casuals. <laughs> well, you could just you could just put it all on the tools at your disposal, couldn't you? You could just say you know all of the leveling mechanics are kind of all kind of bound to the items you pick up and or you, you know could, so you could make you could make your bow quiver when it's at the exact right spot for you to release oh, wow. it. You could you could yeah. you could you know you could assist the player in, in, a, in a different way or in a UI way you could show like, something slow, slow like, the game down slow the game down is a great yeah, one yeah, I, suppose, slow- I mean I suppose it's just that again it's another example of that complete paradigm shift that players are going to have to get used to if they want to adopt VR mm. I mean I think there will always be a room for meat space games because not everyone's going to jump on the on the VR on the mm. VR road but what we I think what people just listening to you talking it became apparent to me that what all these things that people have fantasized about VR being, we're now at the post of getting there, and people are going to realize that when they get there, things are actually quite different from how they thought they were going to be. Right. You know, there's a difference between being in VR and thinking, oh, you know, because everyone thinks of VR, and probably the first people a lot of gamers are going to think are, you know, like Call of Duty, Battlefield, you know, that kind of that kind of thing you see in Hollywood movies when they have this ridiculous idea of what virtual reality is like. Yeah. You know. Um, I think, so. for me, like, it, it really is the the case that it's like the the, the thing I've always wanted as a, mm. like someone who loves fantasy and sci-fi yeah, and everything. Me too. But it's it's I, although like there's nothing there's there's everything awesome about existing gaming and and stuff like like D and D for example like that that those systems exist like this is it does this is not necessarily something that's going to replace it but it, it's something that that presents i think the core idea of the experience in in the, yeah. in the most kind of human way like the most kind of like natural way of experiencing it there's there's no abstraction it's yeah. i'm holding a shield i it's it's like playing as a kid it's like when i you know when when i was playing in the in the playground as as a kid at school i i wasn't running around pretending to do controls i was Playing around, swinging lightsabers. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I mean? I was just, stabbing them. You, you, yeah. It's it's closer to the actual agency of what you're, what it's what it's simulating doing, and that's hmm. that is the thing that for me I think is 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 convincing me that it's <laughs> it's it's it really is that branch off that. Yeah, well, yeah. it's Once, it's like dig, digital larping, kind of. Yes, but it, you're actually doing the thing. The more you let people put themselves in it, the more you want to put yourself in it. And the more you yeah. put yourself in it, the more you get out of it. If, if yeah. you can, if you can switch off whilst playing a game, you're, you're not, you're not feeling the correct level of agency. You're not, you're not engaged enough, and you're want, you're not going to get the most out of it. If the mm. game forces you to put your whole self into it, 
you're going to get the most out of it. That's that's my that's my take from it anyway. But the the just the feeling of this game of just being in that fantasy setting as as it, as kind of generic as it is in this game. It's you see everything you've ever really wanted. Just the just ducking from from arrows that are firing at you like the yeah. the actual act of kind of just like bending around these corridors so, so you can fire an arrow at a, an orc that's that's bothering you i was um uh, yeah there's there's loads of kind of there's even mining in it that like you find a pickaxe at one point and you've and a cave like a dwarf cave and you can literally just get gold and stuff that you can use to buy weapons later on you can buy like a really kick-ass sword and stuff and yeah just that there's, there's a bit where when you even have to get past um, those swinging sort of pendulums of death. Oh, cool! And, and like, and you actually have to crawl on the floor and retrieve some gold and treasure that's in this kind of mess. Like, there's a little unlucky oh, adventurer whose whose corpse is sort of. And you just have to crawl past this thing, and it's it's just it's it's yeah, it's it's playing. It's 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 role playing in like the strictest sense because. You, it forces you to be like a little kid again and just actually do the things that your imagination has done. Like when we talked about, sorry, when we talked about these kind of things before, before we really got this far down the path, one of the things we always talked about was lightsabers and, and everything else. Yeah. But I remember that we, one of the things we always identified was the fact that when you, you know, when you are sword fighting, there is resistance. You're hitting mm. objects and swords and stuff. And now that it's here and we're doing it, how does that feel? Because obviously you're not actually hitting anything. No, do you have, you have, you have feedback. The... You have feedback in, so, in the terms of the And do you think that's an adequate adequate compensation <laughs> given the, the within the constraints of what we can it's do? It's so much more than just vibration on a on a Xbox controller. Yeah. Um, the the only thing you have as feedback through playing it in a meat space game is the visuals and the sound and maybe a little bit of vibrate on your thing. But with this. You, you have put that. You have put that killing strike in. When, yeah. when your when your enemy is exploding into a bunch of loot and bones and dust, your sword is still there, and that mm. that's the thing that makes you go. Oh, you just you feel like a proper hero at the end of it. It's <laughs> it does exactly what you want it to do. It yeah. It pumps you up and makes you feel like a fucking hero, and. Yeah, and, and like, like later on in the game, it makes you do a kind of um, um, uh, what's the word? There's basically waves and waves of enemies in a in a big kind of coliseum bit, um, yeah. but uh, uh, which allows you to sort of get to a treasured item and stuff. But yeah, it's it's just crazy. And but like I said, it took eight weeks for one guy to make this, and it's it's wow. mind blowing. So imagine what it's going to be when anyone with any amount of budget and any size team tries to do a similar thing. Like, I met, I was thinking all the way through it, like, what's, what's this going to feel like when someone does this with the Witcher universe? When someone takes a universe that's that, like, unique and, like, well-drawn and kind of, you know, non-generic and so interesting and deep and, like, draws that in one that you can just totally actually walk through. That's going to be the biggest thing ever. That will be... That will be the, the the best RPG ever when that exists. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So is this Vanishing Realms? Vanishing Realms. Yeah. 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 Cool. Sorry, I missed it. 
I don't know if you said I what it was didn't. at the start. I, 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 I don't just think you launched straight me. into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. Vanishing Realms. And uh, yeah, and it's absolutely amazing. But like like I said, it's the, the it's going to be like the first of probably millions of games like this. It looks, I, I must have, looking on the Steam, it looks amazing for eight weeks' work. It, it really, really does, does, considering it, everything yeah. you told about it. Yeah, cool. Vanishing Realms, go and check it out, kids. Yeah, fourteen ninety nine on Steam at the moment in early access, and it looks like they uh, this one's a couple of hours, but they're going to be adding to it. Um, Lot, lots, so. yeah. There's a, I think there's another episode coming as well, like, which is kind of going to be included in that. Oh, um, is it is it actually sort of episodic, or is that just the nature of the development? I, I think it's the nature of the development. It. That's yeah. the best way for him to, to do it. I think. Um, Get it yeah, out there. It's 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 really cool, and the the one. There's a bunch of other games. I've played like 30 games. There's a bunch of other things, but the the one other one that I have to talk about is Hover Junkers. Um, because Hover Junkers is essentially the quake of VR. It's it's that first first person shooter that is just crack. It's so addictive. <laughs> it is so basically Rob's come Rob's already played it, so Rob Rob understands it. <laughs> What, I the, did have a good go at it, but yeah. I was shit at it. You weren't too bad. I thought you, you you got some shots in. I just felt like I was cowering behind cover and <laughs> just getting murdered. Well, <laughs> so this is the thing, right? It, basically, what it does is it gives you the space, which is your room space, and it it, it puts you on this this junker, this this floating vehicle made of junk. It's set in like a post-apocalyptic, cartoony universe, um, and. They, 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 there's really small ones like little hot air balloon ones or there's huge ones like a kind of old recovered school bus and like an old boat and stuff like that but they're all just basically different different size rooms essentially and it, you start off and you, you've got a few bits of scrap and you put that you, you pick those up with a kind of um, kind of levitator gun like a, like a, a kind of magnet gun and you can drop uh, that, that cover all around the ship and you can decide exactly what type of cover, what type of height cover, uh, ones that have got holes in them so you can shoot through them. You can decide exactly where to put them. And there's not enough of it. <laughs> there's, there's, there's crates all over the world. So there's crates all over the map, sorry. That you, so you, you have to find these crates as well. And you can upgrade your ship as you go along. Now, that's what, now in, in that hand as well, you actually control the ship. So you've got like a little holographic um, representation of that, that um, tool on your ship. And when you put that into the hologram it then becomes the control so what you do is you point it in the direction you want to go and just pull the trigger and that's it and you you basically with the right hand you that's your that's your gun hand you can switch at any point so you can carry two guns but then obviously you you sacrifice control of your ship but that's it's worth doing because it's really good fun but basically this game it allows you to jet around in a space that makes you feel comfortable because it's, it's not making you feel sick because it kind of em- envelopes you and you're, you've got something that's kind of close to your vision that isn't moving. And it allows you to move. It's essentially like moving your living room around the world to shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it is the, it's the best game I've ever played. Like, it is simply the best game I've ever played because... It, it's cops and robbers. It's like it's it's when it, again it's like when you were at school and you were trying to shoot your mate. It's exactly that. It's like mucking about behind the bins and it's exactly that experience. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's super violent, but because it's all kind of cartoony and soft and and hilarious, like 
it, it's not kind of violent and disturbing, but it's just kind of hilarious. But yeah, it does feel like you're shooting. It does feel like you're shooting actual people though, because it, it does. does map your movement almost like one to one. Like so, when people are like moving around behind cover, it's quite freaky actually. Like they're yeah. they're actual like they're actually moving like real people. Yeah, I know this is they actually, are real people. They are real people, and this is. This I, is I was going to say that you are playing against other people in this game. This right? is, yeah. yeah, this is only multiplayer at the moment. There is a single player about to come, but yeah, I was going to. I was totally going to mention this. It. I'm not very good at like 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 traditional first person shooters, particularly. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm never someone that sort of wins matches in this. But I'm really good at hover junkers. Like I I. I generally come first in every match. Sometimes come second, sometimes come third, but normally first. I'm really good at this game, but here's the thing. It does make you feel like a murderer. (laughs) 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 Basically, um, yeah, after a while you start to feel a little bit bad about it. And here's the thing. The reason I got good at this game is because I, I, I basically watched the other the other players that were good at it and here's the thing i learned so the the fun thing about this game is obviously you're darting around cover and you're shooting over it and stuff just like in the movies and, and that's awesome and that's that's hilarious amounts of fun it's awesome the thing is though i noticed that everyone that was dominating the matches wasn't doing that they were very calmly <laughs> going up to the other players taking their time aiming and firing and it's just like the unforgiven just like yes. he talks about the end of the Unforgiven. And I, I even heard the other day that an American cop was on one of the servers, and he was apparently one shot headshotting everyone because yeah. he could fire a gun. And yeah. that's the thing. So, like, so what I did was I copied these other players, and and instead of crouching down and hiding and stuff, um, like everyone does when they when they first start playing that game, I can't very calmly aim and and, and fire, and. And what I notice is that in general, when you do that and you start getting these huge um, kill, like hit ratio, kill ratios compared to everyone else, like you'll get like 15 and everyone's got like one or two. After about three or four minutes, it, people, people's junkers start coming up to you and then just, no, people get terrified <laughs> of you because they, 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 they know that as soon as you get up there, they, you're going to get them. And it's because they're crouching and they're hiding and you're just shooting someone who's crouching and hiding. And that's, it's so, it is dark. And when someone makes a serious game like that, I'm not sure I would enjoy it as much. If, if you took the comedy out of that game, it would be a bit murder fest. But uh, to yeah. be fair, I'm not sure I can totally say that. I might actually fucking enjoy it because it is a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, basically. As long as you're not the one getting murdered. As long as you're not okay. the one getting murdered. Yes, yes. But yeah, it's, it's, it's it's crazy, but like actually, really, the, the, it's not the murder that makes this game uh, kind of kind of unique and special to me. The thing that really stood out to me is how just as how all these other games, these single player games I've explained, are superhuman. They're 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 very human experiences. This one is a very social experience. So. Like you said, like you said yourself, Rob, that some people have this idea of VR as being this very kind of isolating, unsocial, antisocial thing that you're you're blocking yourself off of the world. But the reality is the exact opposite. You're actually now interacting with people just just as you do in the real world. As soon as you're in that same space with them, 
it's like you're with a person. And um, very recently, I sort of started playing around in game with the hand gestures. So you can put away one of your guns and just have a hand. And that will do four gestures. You've got an open palm, you've got a closed fist, you've got a thumbs up, and you've got a fuck you, buddy. And basically, <laughs> you've, you've, you can use all of those in different combinations to, to basically communicate with other players. So like, for example, uh, yesterday, uh, we were flying about this swamp and the other player was, was, was piloting the ship and I was, I was doing, I had two guns out, so I was shooting with both of them and I was just keeping a lookout. He's got a radar on his hand tool, so he's checking the radar, but I have, I can see sight of view, so I, I can see the lantern of one of the players before he sees on his radar. So instead of saying, there's one over there through the mic, which everyone can hear and is annoying to people, I literally lean over, tap him on the chest with an open palm, and point to exactly where the thing is. He then banks the ship round, and we then take them out. And like nice. that, for me, was like that's like a, a golden kind of moment in gaming because it's completely human interaction. It's yeah. so natural. It's so normal, and it's just been taken into into gaming. And like, it's 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 so social. It's so human, and like. So again, like the, the kind of empathy element, how it plays into it. Last night I was, I played for about two and a half hours. I was just kind of winding down, won a load of matches, having loads of fun and then enter a, a, a server and I, I'm burning around and I go up to take out this, this player and he's fiddling around with something. I think he's putting up, um, he's putting up his, uh, uh, his, his cover. And he's, he's not ready, basically. And normally, you, you have to be brutal, and it's just, see you later, dude. But when I, as, as my, my junker slows down and reaches his, he puts up his hands. He, he surrenders. This guy, like, puts up his hands. And I've got my gun already, and I'm like, oh, okay, dude, I don't know. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes. And I, so I just, I just burn off, and then he eventually, he gets his shit together, and he chases after me. We have a shootout, and we're having a great laugh and stuff. And it's just, like, it's so social it's so human yeah. it's you were just playing together it's like you guys have just got a warehouse and you're running around doing laser tag it's like being somewhere with people it's yeah it's it's really really weird but it's such a cool thing it's 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 really it's re like it it's like reality it's like reality virtual. but with loads of stuff we we enjoy doing in the the non-reality world yeah, that we, that we yeah. use. Um, it's yeah, it almost feels kind of like the other way, like you've like you've taken that stuff and pulled it into the real world, but that's obviously not what's what's actually happening. But that's what it feels like. And yeah, it's just it's such a cool thing. And and it's really it, it only it just only happens every few few like decades, I think, normally for me, but it's really like changed my ideas about what I want from gaming. There's things now that I didn't think I was really anticipating. I thought I was anticipating loads of adventure games and like just kind of ex more experiential stuff. And suddenly I'm playing all these violent computer games, which I didn't really play like a few months ago. Like suddenly that's like, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to shoot stuff. I want to bomb stuff. I want to fry arrows at stuff. Like that wasn't what I was doing like a few months back. And like, it's not, it's not very often that 
I have the rule set just kind of changed for me on the fly. And like, it's, it's really, really, really cool. And I can't imagine, I can't imagine what's around the corner, but like, it's, it's only going to be awesome stuff. Like, this is year one and like, it's, it, it just already seems like it's done the job it needs to do. It's, it's good enough. Like, it's not perfect, but it's absolutely good enough. Like, and yeah. that's, that's all it needed to be. And like, yeah, it's, it's amazing. But I'll, I'll shout now and let you guys talk about other days because I've rambled forever. <laughs> No, it's no, it's fine. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's it's very wonderful hearing you talking about it because it's just like we we've been talking about VR for years. You know, I mean, on this podcast <laughs> we've been talking about it for years, um, and now it's here. It's you know? here, and actually hearing about how people have this, it, it's kind of exploding. You know, although mm. perhaps in a small at the moment a small bubble, but it's quite a quite a big explosion within that bubble. You yeah, know? We, um, we know at least fifty thousand. Vive units have sold yeah. just because of Steam because we know how many people have played certain games so that's that's the very lowest estimate we have um, yeah. but yes. it, it's it's pretty big numbers for a couple of months um, so yeah like I think it's doing pretty well I think by Christmas time there's going to be a pretty meaty user base out there especially well, with the... especially with the Oculus Rift shipping and stuff as well you know they... well yeah it, it, it's kind of weird how the early part of the road, the path to VR was just basically just Oculus Rift, just driving the whole thing forward. And, then, and now, I haven't heard anyone talk about Oculus Rift for ages. No, because they haven't come really out yet. No. I, haven't, I, I haven't got mine. No, there's a. I, I, I know Morpheus is coming. Is it October as well? I think. Sorry, uh, PSVR is coming in October yeah, as well. So. F- yeah, casual VR. But yeah. I, I well, mean, I don't know. I've heard good things about that. I think that's going to offer something in in between I, I think it, uh, yeah I think it will some of us have used it Rob yeah well I, I, I can't yeah. talk about it though no <laughs> not anymore anyway but I think uh, it's, I think it's going to be a good kind of casual like introduction to VR no it'll be it'll be a travel VR and I, and I think because of the installed user base it will it'll kick start the whole thing into a wider audience I think it'll have to yeah but yeah having said that with the you know, with the release of the new um, NVIDIA cards, which are very affordable considering mm. the power that they're able to do. I mean, I'm, you know, I was thinking, I'm not going to be able to get on the VR bandwagon anytime soon because for me, it's a, it's a, you know, it was uh, a, a, what, a £400 card and a, and the £600 HMD, £700 HMD, whatever it is. So that's like a grand. It's like, no, that's just not yeah. going to happen. But I, I could, I could possibly, double stage it now because these new cards are coming out are actually for you know bang for buck they're really really good they are they are uh, excellent the, and they they, the they, they very obviously are coming out now because of VR like it's it's so obvious that that is it's, that is their, their target and they've been saying that the performance the performance on in you know on regular games is, is notable and impressive mm. but on VR games it's amazing yeah. it's, it's a real step up so mm. you can see where they've really they, they, they're kind of getting into that into that game, aren't they? It's like Quake really again, are. isn't it? Like people yeah. building systems for for, for, for oh. specific software. It's the same thing. I, I love my Voodoo too. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, those were the days. Those were the days. <laughs> <laughs>
This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and Ian, uh, remember him? <laughs> talk about movies and TV on the Not Watching Podcast one day. Uh, and Adam Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet out or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details.